0: As I have a dream, and staggered by the winds of police brutality,
1: the usual you have been the veterans of
0: creative suffering. The, the best is to either ah. ignore it or to deny it. And we them 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 they without they 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 stand together to win the war. Yes, we can. Can we
1: all get along?
0: This crazy right here. Welcome back. What up? <laughs> what up? Oh. All my YY World peeps. See, we thought I was. Uh, I was pausing. I right thought then. you was no, gonna build.
1: go full into the mace. Welcome back. What, I, I, I thought me.
0: about it. I stopped because we had <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. And hey, that's my joint. What's up, YY World fam? It's your boy Kellen R. Die Reese here in the building. Back again with your other boy on the other side of the border, mm-hmm. Dad. Big Willie, Ara Horn, yep. We are the Wow Wow World podcast, and we are back here with you. We appreciate y'all being here with us. Uh, whether you're on your ride home from work, you ride to work, you're chilling on your break, you're, you're doing dishes, you're, you're, you're cooking, you're just around the house. You got us on, on your Alexa, you know whatever it is that, uh, that uh, however you're experiencing us. We appreciate you. Uh, we're thank thankful that you are here with us all our peoples here in 2019, all our future listeners, 2022, 23 folks that's come back, coming back, digging through the archives, digging through the crates like they used to do back in the day, you know, the producers getting their scratch on. We appreciate y'all. So welcome, 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 welcome to the show today. We got a lot for you. Yeah. first, my man, Will, how you doing, man? I got to check in with you before we just start, you know, hitting people with this hot Dylon fire.
1: Man, it's been a good day though, you know what I mean? So I've been I, got a, I had an early release today at my school. Oh,
0: okay, okay.
1: They hit me with a surprise, a 1240 release, a super early release, bro. You didn't even know. Did <laughs> no, nah, because I sub, So I just like roll in and just take what they give me. But they said 1240 release. So I came home, and took a nice two hour nap. Ooh. So I'm good to go, bro. Man, you it sound like you're living a good life, my brother. You, so it, you, it was top day, bro. Top day. Nice so midweek, man.
0: The energies, the energies, all like you got all that natural. Energy like the natural ginseng. You don't need no caffeine to dull your senses. Right. Yep. I'm you're not naturally energized. I'm
1: not juiced, man. I just had a nice nap, bro. So it's uh, I'm feeling feeling Love good.
0: In the sky like the natural high. I'm just all, all the old songs is in my head right now. That's to you on a natural high, okay? Natural high, bro. Natural high. That's what's up. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're feeling good, you know. And you feeling so good that means I'm sure you. That means the wife you must be doing good too, because you know, happy wife, happy life. You know? Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. So everything we, we're is, living it, man.
1: we live in it, man. We
0: are living it. Everything is Gucci in the in the horn household, and that's what I like to hear.
1: Yep. Yep. And uh, you, this your first adult interaction today? I mean, how's how's life? Yes. Going?
0: Yes. This is this is <laughs> Kellen's adult interaction of the day, man. Look, wife has been a bit hectic. You know what I'm saying? School work has been a bit hectic the last few days. Look, well, I went to the doctor last week. I've been having some foot pain since since Thanksgiving. And not that the people care about my foot pain, right? But you will, you know, y'all will appreciate the fact that I'm about to share this next piece of information with you, because it's kind of funny if I do say so myself doctor looked at my x-rays said you have one of the flattest feet i've ever seen so apparently i got <laughs> straight up duck feet out here and it's causing like long-term lifelong issues so now i say that because i've been having a little physical therapy and all this stuff so i can work on on my ankle because you know if I, basically if i don't get this fixed either they're gonna have to cut me open i am be walking around like i'm dragging a club foot you know in a few years so, um, so-
1: it took you thirty-five years to figure out you had flat feet, bro? no
0: no no. See, I knew I had flat feet, but it you know what I'm saying, like I didn't think about facts about it. I didn't yeah, so you know, doctors looking at me like, I bet you hate running, right? I'm like, yeah, I, I really always had." I bet it hurts when you do prolong this, that another. I'm like, yeah, it really has. I just dealt with it, you know what I'm saying? I'd go hoop and my foot would be sore later. You know, that's that's just how it always was. If I ran, I'd be in pain. That's why I would stop running. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just do the lifting. But fair. you know, I never knew why. That was. I never thought, you know, flatfootedness really caused some issues. So I say all that, like I said, because now that's adding physical therapy to my routine twice a week. So you know, man, I've just been ripping and running, man. Like school, therapy, kids, the other commitments and stuff going on at night. You know, you know, trying to uh, get get ready for life and um, some coaching stuff I'll be doing, man. So it's been a bit hectic. So yes, this is my first real casual, semi-social adult interaction of the day. So, you know, it's only like nine o'clock at night. So, yep, yep. <laughs> so that's the life I'm living with. Right
1: that's now. what we're going to rename the podcast. Kellen's Adult Social Hour. Weekly
0: Social Hour. This is therapy for me. This is this is yep. social therapy for me. So I appreciate y'all being along <laughs> the ride as I, you know, get to a wusa and get this therapeutic treatment, you know. And so I, I don't know what I'm going to say. Well, every you know, things might Come out of my mouth. I don't know. So please bear with me. Um, I haven't had a lot of practice dealing with adults <laughs> in the last <laughs> couple of days. You know what I mean? Uh, so, so we appreciate y'all being here with us. Though. But, um, but look, we got some stuff. We got some hitters for you uh, today. Uh, you know, hopefully you guys are listening to this uh, pretty soon. Uh, and the big news is your boy, uh, Cohen, uh, just recently, uh, or just today, I'm sorry, spent all day all day oh. flapping his gums in front of Congress. And so we definitely gonna talk about that. Uh we definitely got a couple other um things we want we we're gonna mention to you like boy R dot. We're gonna get to that and then Will I got a tw- yeah well, I got a Twitter poll question for you too that I'm gonna hit you with. It.
1: Okay, this is fresh I don't know what's yeah. happening.
0: Yeah so I'm gonna
1: hit you with it but before I hit
0: you with that though I do gotta let y'all know one thing. Let them know. Let them know. Uh look there's a creative wave that is moving through your area. Now we've told y'all this before. We're telling you all again, secure the bag, secure your belongings, and secure your purpose. Discover your story with ONLY, O N L I. ONLY is a budding startup that provides unique backpacks and athleisure uh, to meet the modern fit. So, whether you're on a hike, whether you're in a classroom, whether you're in transit, doesn't matter. You only have one option. So, visit ONLY PAX again with an I, onlypacks.com or only underscore shy on Instagram, the IG for more information. Don't slide in their DMs, though. You know, you could just hit them, hit them in public. You know, you ain't got to slide in DMs. So, you <laughs> check out the OnlyPack. Um, you know, as we said before, this is something we both rock. You know, I got the gear, Will got the gear. Uh, so, we definitely, definitely, definitely believe in the brand. We believe in the people behind the brand. Uh, so, check it out. Uh, please tell them. Uh, Kellen and Will and Wild Wild World sent you. So. thanks facts most definitely but so will i got a question for you you know we're gonna throw this out to the twitter folks uh this has been a hot topic you know for me and mine and and some some other people matter of fact will i might have asked you this one time you know in the past but here's my question for you will
1: all
0: right all right pancakes or waffles oh the line
1: is in the sand
0: you gotta pick one
1: pancakes or waffles
0: the line is in the sand you gotta pick one
1: Dang, bro, that's a hard one. Um I think yeah, see, uh, for those that don't know, my man Will here. Will is
0: a great person to ask all these food questions to because Will gets his eat on. Will ain't no joke. When it comes I'll
1: play. I do play.
0: Not not at all. He done came he done came and, and put me to shame throwing down plates of so my own wife's cooking. Yep. I'll happily <laughs> do it
1: any shame. night of the week. <laughs> he done to shame many a night. So so you gotta pick one though. Uh, this is this is tough, but I think, I think I'm going to have to say the pancake. And let me give you reasons why. Right. Okay. A, a waffle has to have a lot of accessories for me to really love a waffle. Waffles are good. They're a little crispy. But I think pancakes are far more versatile. Yeah. I, I've made a lot of different types of pancakes, man, uh, that can go any way. And, and you can stack them higher than waffles. That's true. So That's true. when you want a carb-loading day, you can, you can get the calories in nicely. Uh, so I'm going with pancakes, bro versatility, man. You can throw anything in pancakes. Waffles, it doesn't work. It screws up the waffle iron. But
0: pancakes. see, look, 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 look. I gotta
1: push back on you. Not what just because I'm a man that loves waffles, right? I am. I'm a, I, I unequivocally, now, waffles my, in this lesson. Do Go note them. My vote for pancakes does not mean a dislike for waffles. Waffle, I love you too. Oh, I'm, th- that's I'm, understood. I'm give the inch. I'm going to give the inch to pancakes.
0: No, well, that's, See, look, I've had this conversation with people, and then, like, you know, a couple months down the line, you know they'll you know we'll go to breakfast or something, and they'll see me eat a pancake and they'll you know and they'll be like oh you like pancakes but no, I've never said I didn't like pancakes well, who in their right mind dislikes pancakes that's facts you know and i' I'll get into my waffle my pro waffle arguments later but I do got push back on your pancake reasoning you know and everybody's right. entitled to their opinion will but okay. you, when you say the pancake is more versatile i mm-hmm. I, I don't get that I mean more versus how you said the waffle, you need more things. So, you tell them you just eating dry pancakes and throw a flapjack on the plate and you just eating that. Well, I'm you know, saying, let me put some butters,
1: some syrups. Okay, butter and syrups, that's standard. But I, when I think of waffle, I need more on the side. I need chicken in particular. But oh, I, need, a- <laughs> I need, like, a waffle just needs more that's outside of the waffle itself. But butter and syrup is fine. But a pancake, you can throw everything in, man. You can throw protein powder in there. You can throw fruits in there. You can throw any type of flavor you want. The waffle, however, it it gets messy, man. You can't throw, you know, you can't do blueberries. You can't do chocolate chips. You can. It depends. But it it messes up that iron, man. The pancake is so much versatile.
0: That that that's very true. You know, you're not gonna see like you know w- banana waffles. You know what I'm saying? A banana. Yeah, now you will, to Those things will be stacked on there. So yes, in terms of the actual mix and the batter itself, I will agree. The pancake yeah. is certainly more versatile. However, I'm a simple man, right? I mean, I, I I think I have a fairly refined palate, but with my waffle, look, if you just get give me a buttermilk waffle versus a buttermilk pancake, I'm taking the waffle every day because look, I'm so, I ain't doing nothing but butter and syrup on both of them bad boys, right? Okay. Okay. But the waffle has the added benefit of a there's the crispiness, right? So you get the you get the same flavor, but you get the crispiness. So uh, so look, if you take just a simple buttermilk pancake and a buttermilk waffle, right? Okay, both are gonna be delicious. But a pan a waffle is essentially a deep fried pancake, right? So you get all the pancake flavor, plus you get the fr- you get the crispiness of uh, 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 you know something being fried, right? Not only that. The waffle is easy to cut. The waffle comes with pre predetermined segments for it. You know what I'm saying? So you already know. Like, it's like you know, sometimes you cut a pancake, you just get, like, a big, long strip. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to worry about that waffle. You cut along the lines. It's already there for you. So you cut along the line, it, it makes life easy. Then, I mean, essentially, the waffle has, like, little butter and syrup pockets. You know what I'm saying? Like me, I don't like soggy waffles, right? So I can, you know, when, sometimes when I'm eating pancakes, I, like, only put a little bit of syrup on the time. On at a time because I want to get all, uh, all soggy and nasty. With the waffle, I can just put a little butter syrup on half of that bad boy. Eat that, then I put it on the other half, and I don't have to worry about the butter or syrup like soaking into the other part of the waffle or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just okay. right there. It's perfect. And plus, you mentioned versatility. I mean, chicken and waffles, dog.
1: Chicken that, and waffles. That's what I'm saying. But I feel like that goes. Because I would complete, if I'm comparing just a buttermilk pancake, if I didn't have the versatility, because I make a lot of pancakes, man. I'm a pancake. That's true. You cat, do. Bro. You, you do. So if I just take it as a buttermilk pancake versus a buttermilk waffle, I'll take the waffle, right? Okay. And if we're saying adding a meat to the side is adding to its versatility, that changes the game. Mm-hmm. But if you're just talking about the pancake itself and the different ways to make pancakes, including cornmeal pancakes, bro, mm-hmm. next level if you've never done that way. So I oh, don't know. So it sounds like it sounds like uh,
0: i i get your argument you're saying you know maybe on a one-to-one level the waffle can be be elevated to a higher level but just as a whole as a, as a food group if you will the pancake mm-hmm. just offers more it's, it's kind of like saying look on a one one-to-one level you know a beautiful freshly you know cooked piece of salmon you know could be much better than, you know, say, a filet mignon at, at, at times. You know what I'm saying? But if you're going to ask what what would you prefer, beef or fish, you know what I'm saying, I'm probably going to take beef as a whole because, in general, beef is more versatile than just fish. You know, even if I might take that salmon filet, you know, over that 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 ribeye from time to time. So I get what you're saying. You're wrong. But I understand what you're saying. Well, I understand where you're coming from. Um, the waffle still remains the god of all breakfast starches
1: mm. we'll let we'll let twitter decide man i'm trying to get another dub out here we'll let twitter decide and hey, if they definitely. if let they vote me. against me they haven't had my versatile pancakes so we'll have to invite all of twitter over for breakfast you know what, what i'm saying
0: tune in next time for crepes versus first time <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a, that's another debate all right i gotta think about that one.
0: i've never made a crepe at home I've <laughs> oh <laughs> right. no nah, me neither
1: I don't even make French toast like that because that's my dad used to make all the time, but it's it's kinda outside my level, man. You gotta do too much with the egg and all that. I don't see, know. I, I can
0: make it, you know what I mean? I haven't made it in a while. Somewhat I have heard people make the argument that that the best French toast is better than the best pancake and the best waffle, which you know that they're probably correct. You know, but see if we take, you know, the 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 median French toast, yeah, uh, it, it don't really compare, you know, median yeah. Toast exactly. is, is, is mediocre, you know what I mean?
1: So, right, so you need a real chef to start comparing those things, and that ain't right, right, right outside right. my league, outside my league,
0: right? You gotta go, you gotta go someplace, uh, where you know they they're not just serving uh breakfast from, <laughs> from from six to two, you know what I'm saying? You need exactly. to go, you need to go to a, a real restaurant, um, anyways. That's enough about food here, people. Um, moving on. You know, like I said, we're going to get to your boy Cohen here in a second. But just first, real quick, it's crazy out here, Will. Uh, so so for the crazy out here segment, you know, wait a minute. I'm waiting for the drop. You really are crazy.
1: Drop oh, it. Boom, there it go. There you go right there.
0: Uh, <laughs> look, your boy Ara, our Dot, Ardott, Arkells. Your man, look, we don't got to rehash what he does, what's been going on with him in jail, all of that stuff, in charge of getting new videos, all sorts of nonsense. But here's the thing anything you want to say about R. Kelly, you, you, you can't deny this. The man got a lot of money. so this And he's undoubtedly famous. So this man gets out of Cook County Jail, and what does he do? He strolls his old happy tail into McDonald's. Not just any McDonald's. And not just in an anonymous, uh, you know, way. He walks in with an entourage or I don't even know if you want to call it entourage. He's just got people around him, cameras, all sorts of stuff. And he strolls into the formerly known as Rock and Roll McDonald's in downtown Chicago. My Chicago people know what that is. But if you're not from Chicago or if you ain't been in that area, there used to be a there was there's a McDonald's downtown Chicago. They used to be called a rock and roll McDonald's because they had all sorts of like rock and roll figures and all sorts of stuff. It was like a two story building. It's still there, but it's reconfigured, so it's not really rock and roll McDonald's anymore. But point is, any you know I almost said any weekend night, really any night in general, you can go to the Rock and Roll McDonald's and walk by there, and that joint would be packed. There's a lot of people in there, right? So this man walked into, just strolled into the Rock and Roll McDonald's, sat down, and ate himself a cheeseburger. Like, he ain't one of the most infamous human (laughs) beings in America right now. Like, dog, you can't get your order to go, really? You can't have somebody pick you up and roll through the drive-thru, man?
1: Seriously? Uh... Well, and the bigger thing that's crazy about it is the way that people respond to him. He's in Chicago where he's done all sorts of crazy mess, which is half the reason he's in jail, right? And there's still fans out there bumping his music in the car, saying, we love you, R. Kelly. Like he ain't done nothing. Like he doesn't deserve to go back to jail after he just bailed himself out. What's the issue?
0: I mean, that's how it is. Look, there's still people cheering Ben Roethlisberger, and we know he a molester. <laughs> that's fair. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how that—that's just how we do. There's people watching a Woody Allen movie right now. <laughs> you know, like so we know we know that's how it is. But yeah, it is a bit wild that people out like because on the video, people like we
1: love you, Robert. We love you, R. Kelly. in that's- Chicago too, where it's like he's no. If anybody knows, it's Chicago knows him as a sexual predator.
0: Yeah, but you know, it's Chicago. Also, treat them like family too. You know, and I'm not. I can't. I can't speak speak as a Chicago one, right? I lived in Chicago five years. I got people from Chicago. You know, my 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 family and that. that you know, my wife and my family um, is from. You know, the Chicago area. But you know, people embrace you. You know what I'm saying? Like he is a. Like R. Kelly, for all the artists out there, R. Kelly is about as synonymous with Chicago as any artist is with another city. You know what I'm saying? Jay Z right. and Biggie in Brooklyn. You know, Tupac and, and well, not Tupac, ain't even L. A. But you know what I mean? Like Outkast in, in in Atlanta. So R. Kelly is synonymous with Chicago. So people, and this is again, this ain't like just just dude. that had a couple hits on the radio. He's been in the limelight for like twenty some years. You know, since, since the early 90s. So right. 30 years, really, and um, been wearing, you know, Chicago pride on his back that whole time. So people have literally grown up their entire lives with, with R. Kelly being a representative of their city and nationally known as a positive representative. And I say positive for me in, in terms of just this is an artist that everybody loved. And he's representing Chicago hard. And he does right. it on purpose, right? So I understand on some level then how people are like, yo, we rival R. Kelly. Like basically this is family and no matter what he did, we gonna rival him. Now, I don't think those people are very rational. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think those are people that, you know, necessarily would be in my circle. <laughs> you
1: feel me? But
0: I understand how some people can, can go that route, you know?
1: Yeah. It, it's definitely crazy. It, I don't know. I don't know if he did it on purpose or he was really, really hungry. Oh, he did it on purpose.
0: He either did it on purpose or he is completely uh ignorant to how he's viewed or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But it, yeah, it,
1: but you it can't be. It had to be on
0: purpose cuz look, let's let's be real. He got out of Cook County Jail that's downtown, you know. Uh downtown Chicago uh, Well, I don't know exactly what where it is, <laughs> But Cook you got out of Cook County Jail. You're downtown. There's a million places you can go get some food. You got you know what I'm saying? In between there and wherever he lives, unless he lived downtown or something, there's there's also a million places he can go get go some food in Chicago, you know? Even if you want McDonald's, he can get McDonald's. He can do so in a discreet manner, you know? So he don't got to be out there like that. Um, so he did what he did on purpose, you know? And who knows why the man is you know,
1: obviously a bit disturbed. But – you know,
0: it, it's just that but this is why it's crazy out here because it don't make no sense. If it made sense, we wouldn't be talking about it.
1: Yeah, that that's facts. <laughs> I mean, I guess we'll we'll wait to see what comes of the case, man. But I'm sick of talking about R. Kelly. Most definitely. Moving on. He, he always show up on this podcast, man, because he's always doing something stupid. Hey, him and him
0: and your man Jesse was in the in the in the bing singing duets and stuff, collaborating. <laughs> They're about to drop an album talking about not guilty twenty nineteens.
1: <laughs> yep. We caught it first. If that actually happens, just note that. But now let's get let's get into the meat of it. Let's get into the meat of it for the people uh, today. If you well, you probably not you're not listening to this today because this will release tomorrow. But uh, well, tomorrow's today then. Today is tomorrow, and tomorrow never comes. It's always today. So today, maybe yesterday. Maybe. Anyway,
0: yeah. So it happened yesterday, but yesterday was today. What?
1: Hold on. <laughs> anyway, Cohen. Uh, testify literally all day. I mean, it was like seven, eight, nine hours. Begin early in the morning. I watched the end of it. It was like five, five o'clock almost. Did he get Central to take timeouts time. like an NFL game? Uh, well, yeah. It was like they had like court recesses and stuff like that. So it wasn't like he was sitting for nine hours talking all the time. But a whole lot of mess came out. And what's funny is most of it we kind of knew. But it's different now that it's got you got an inside guy talking giving you real stuff about it right mm-hmm. and the big the big thing right which we all knew he said that trump is a racist a con mm-hmm. and cheats and, and uh just he's worked for him for 10 years right so he's been trump's private lawyer for 10 years so that was way before this whole president idea came up and i don't even know what direction to start because so many things happened in this hearing there's so much to talk about but first like I've, one of the craziest things I found, I guess, is this, is we, we knew we've known that Trump has been these things. If you're paying attention to anything he said publicly, you know, his private life, you know, you know, he's racist. We we've watched him as a celebrity. Wow. We know he's a con. Right. Unless mm-hmm. you've just been ignorant to it. But Cohen said that Trump only ran for president. Right. And we assume this. Some of us assume this, but he only ran for president to build his brand. It was a big publicity stunt. He never expected to win the primary. Never expected to win the general election. And that's your president. You got <laughs> con in America. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I mean, like, here's
0: the deal. Nobody, like, people said that from the jump, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, people said that, like, from the moment that man ran, people said he don't really think he's gonna win, it, right? It, and so he disagreed with us like we all knew it was a publicity stunt.
1: but what's different is he's on the inside and trump is actually saying this to him so it's not it's confirming all of our thoughts right so it's like right we settle this and he's like no he literally said to me that you're about to watch the greatest inf- political infomercial ever right <laughs> this is a this is a big show basically to build my brand so it's never been, quote, make you know make America great against, make Trump better. You know what I mean? Make Trump great. It's, he's always been after his personal brand. So that that alone should concern everybody on every side of the fence. You got a president who ain't fighting for nobody but himself. And that's a fact. Yeah.
0: yeah look, like you said, yes, it should concern us. But we already knew that, it, yeah, and maybe true. and so I guess what this does is you know it adds another arrow to the quiver of those that have been saying that, and it makes it you know creates one more thing for those that are in denial about that to have to logically kind of try to dismiss. Um, <clears throat> basically, it's just, it's just built. It's just more evidence. You know, you stack them on the right. pile. <clears throat> you exactly. know, so you want to try to dismiss ninety nine things. Okay, here's a, here's a hundredth thing to dismiss. Yeah. I mean, we 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 can say we knew. um, But now you guys have to deal with, you know, you you have to then just, you know, try to find a way to explain this away too.
1: Yeah. No. And that's, and I think that's key. It's like a lot of this we knew, but now you have a guy who continues to who has been on the inside, give you more and more evidence. So he brought, I mean, he brought paperwork proven about the hush money to Stormy Daniels. And there's all this stuff about all the financial fraud he's done over the years, which we, if you're paying attention, you should have known. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. Talking directly about him, Exact, so exaggerating his wealth to try and get big loans like when he was trying to buy the Buffalo Bills in 2014, right? right? And then diminishing his wealth anytime he's trying to fill out taxes to get a bigger return. So he's basically lied his entire life on finances. Mm-hmm. And, and there's your president. But here's here's <laughs> another huge thing. This is something to talk about. I know after we talk a little bit about stuff about Trump, I want to talk about the other guys in this little realm. But Cohen also said this thing, which is kind of he said, He was concerned that if somebody else wins in 2020, that Trump wouldn't give up the power and we would never be able to move cleanly between power again. Hmm. Now That's a a scary thought, right? What does that do for the presidency when you got a guy of that potential arrogance? If that's what Cohen thinks. Now, obviously, it's not happened, but he's clear. Read that that quote one more game for me, Will. So Cohen was saying, he was saying he was concerned that if somebody else comes in, in the 2020 election, which mm-hmm. is hopefully evident, right. Mm-hmm. Um, that there would not be a clean transfer of power again because of Trump. All right, Cause so, it'll make things messy for anybody that comes behind them. Right. Because of his ego, right. Cause this has all been a brand build, an ego build. Uh, that right there is scary. Like you're talking about all of democracy because of a con man being shut down it's pretty interesting
0: yeah i mean it makes i mean on some level it doesn't make sense because you know you say okay this is to build your brand. you know you're president you know you won you would think then at this point if you're trying to build your brand you're trying to you know appeal to as many people as possible and why would you have a problem with stepping down and you know kind of moving on with the next stage of your career on the other hand we've seen that trump is petty We've seen that even though he entered this thing not even intending to win, you know, he takes all the offense in the world at even the slightest, <laughs> at the slightest, you know, insult or dig at his credentials of credibility or just overall capability. Um, so he takes these things very personal. So I can definitely see this type of guy, you know, have, you know, feeling slighted that the american people voted him out of office out of office he didn't even think he should have, he was going to win or should have won but feeling slighted and taking that personal and yeah doing everything in his power to screw up <laughs> what, what he can you know you see when he first came in office he did everything in his power to immediately just kind of remove every, any and everything uh, obama uh, you, the obama administration had done um, yeah. over 8 years <laughs> you yeah. know and so he has no problem just lighting the mess and stuff as we were saying
1: Right. So that type of ego is some scared. I, there was another story that I found hilarious that went with it. Well, I, fa- I fa- kind of found it hilarious with Trump's ego, how strong it was. That So there was a painting. This is all in the financial fraud stuff he talked about, right? There was a painting of Trump that was being sold at this celebrity painting for charity type thing. So there's was all these pictures of celebrities that artists did and they're being auctioned off. Money goes to charity, right? Mm. So he had Cohen make sure that the guy that his picture would be the one that went for the highest bid. So they got a fake bidder to bid $60,000 or something on like it. So it'd be the most expensive picture. Right. And then pay re- reimburse the guy through his, his uh, charity. So that's illegal money moving, but that's, that's an ego right there.
0: And what, what's, what's amazing is that's, not even stroking your own ego. Cause obviously he knew, you know, he wasn't eyes, he, that's it's he's obsessed with, obsessed with his, his image, you know, yeah, and exactly. maybe somebody can flip that and try to say, well, yes, this brand building and you know, it's very strategic, but well, who knows, who knows anything about whatever auction this is. You know what I'm saying? This is, a, you know, this is a man who had a brand as a, you know, obviously, you know, real he estate, real estate yeah. made money, but he was a celebrity. You know what I mean? So we're talking about building your brand. You you know, you're a celebrity. Nobody knows anything about this little product, you know, whatever auction this is. So this is you are so obsessed with your image that you are willing to do this even for the handful of people. I mean, maybe it's a couple hundred. However many people it is that know about this specific. Auction, you care so much about how they view you and how they look at you that you're willing to do this. So it's not even really boosting your own ego, right? Right, (laughs) it's just your image is that important to you, um, which is wild, too. You know, a man that's been this rich, this famous, this successful for this long, you know, is that insecure,
1: right? Well, and that should, I mean, that should scare the American people. That's the dude who's supposedly the most powerful man in the world right now is this guy that literally only cares about himself at, I mean, it's wild, man. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if the,
0: you know, this is the, what the Senate in me comes out. You know, I'm, I, I, I don't doubt. Well, let me rephrase that. I, I wouldn't be shocked if, you know, he's not the only president to share that trait, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's I mean, probably true, but he's just outward with it. And, you know, and partially because this man wasn't a career politician, You know, you know, most of our presidents have been career politicians or they spent, you know, 20, 30, 40 years, you know, in politics, crafting an image and, you know, you know, climbing up the ladder and doing things as politicians do, you know, and and also caring about the image, but trying to ensure that, you know, whatever dirt they do, excuse me, stays underground, you know, in the closet there. Trump ain't lived that life. (laughs) you know, he's been been an outspoken kind of egomaniac for the longest. And then he jumped into politics. So we have plenty of evidence about the nonsense that he's pulled, unlike some of these other guys, right? Now, he's probably still a unique situation because he is, you know, an independently wealthy individual, you know, that it hasn't had to be beholden to politics and all, uh, you know, to to the um, uh, Democrats and Republicans and all those sorts of things. So, yeah, but I mean, I say all that to say, man, like, yeah i mean he's an egomaniac that kind of comes far with the course i think with the job Um, yeah
1: and that's a good point that politics in itself is all about building a self-image which is why we always see politicians in corruption and hiding and lying and stuff like that just trump's taking it to a new level with the outwardness of it the hate that he's done the financial fraud all these things Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um or he's just Sucks at covering up. Maybe the rest covered up really well. I don't know. Well
0: he ain't care- he, Like up until remember, up until he decided to run for president, he didn't what was he covering up? Nobody cared. Like nobody cared nah. if Trump was an Eagle Media until he became president. So Yeah, he-
1: it was all part of the show. No.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like nah, that's- and it wouldn't be news. Hey, Donald, you know, if Donald Trump was still Donald Trump, for, you know, from The Apprentice. And, you know, some of this stuff came out. Who cares? Whatever. He's a businessman. That's the thing. He's a businessman and now a politician. And those are two people, you know, well, businessman, you know, me, you know, it covers a wide range. But, you know, he's in high, upper echelon of real estate, you know, dealing in the millions and tens of millions and all that. We don't expect any of those people to be moral. You know, yeah. I mean, like like so we have no we had no expectation before morality for Trump, and all the evidence we have now points you know that we should not have any expectation of it of him now did I say that right no okay, anyways, yeah, no
1: yeah, but it's that's the fact like you can't expect him to care for the good of country based off of everything we know about it, right. which is crazy, right, so one of the things I think is. Even crazier, maybe more scary. Maybe I'll put it that way. More, you know, frightening about this whole thing is so. Cohen's in here, right? Admitting, like, hey, I lied. I did all this dirt for Trump. This is what I did for the past ten years. I'm ashamed of it, Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm here to tell you all all the things I know, right? Mm -hmm. And man, and the Republicans are still sipping on Trump's Kool Aid or something, because they fight to the death to defend Trump in any way they could to keep Cohen from doing this. And it, it got, it got nuts, man. Like power I don't is a, agree with what to well, say,
0: but I will fight to the death to defend it. Right. Uh, to, to defend I mean, power
1: is a life heck life. of a drug, right? Cause they know like their logic was dumb. Like, all right, so we're going to call you a liar. So we can't believe you. Uh, it's, I don't know. It was crazy, but, um, they would even like mid thing be reading tweets that people would tweet (laughs) out during it to try and, find a way to defend Trump being racist. I saw
0: I, I saw the one senator who he said, "You know, you're lying and the, the American people doesn't believe me. People have been texting me all day saying, how could we believe this guy?" I'm like, "Yo, are we, is it, is this a congressional hearing or is this just folks arguing on Twitter? Like, what is going right. what is going on, right? here? These basically yeah, my friends have been texting me today saying, "You you seem dishonest." Like, oh, all right, bro. <laughs>
1: Well, that's what yeah. During one of the things, dudes brought up like tweets that were happening right then. So it's like that's a scary thing when our government is relied upon tweets as a source. Like y'all know how Twitter works, right? You can type whatever you want without any repercussions, really. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's just right there. Like that's ridiculous. No source is nothing, right? But then, the, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. But then there's also the biggest, and this is something we're talking about because it it brings into broader things, right, was uh, uh, Mark Meadows, the Republican out of North Carolina, bringing in one of the workers who works for Trump, who happens to be a black woman, and using her literally as a token to prove that Trump's not racist because she works for him, right? Um,
0: Because as we know, having a black person work for you means you are not racist as the history of this country has clearly displayed over the last three,
1: uh, you know 400 years <laughs> right and it's and it was i mean it was an ignorant move by him right but then uh rashida Tlaib calls him out on it later right says hey that was a racially insensitive thing right she said it was racist it was a racist he said racist then she and she corrects herself saying i mean racially insensitive." because then they got in this big fight about him calling her or her calling him a racist and he's literally trying to interrupt her to say, "Hey, strike that off, take that other thing," almost in tears. But it, and then he continues, and he does the epitome of white privilege of, "Hey, you did something racially insensitive, something racist." right? Somebody calls you out on it, and then you're offended, mm-hmm. And then you prove you're not a racist by saying, "I got black friends, basically." Mm-hmm. Like he did it textbook i mean that's going to be used for (laughs) training to come man and it's just like people really
0: believe people really believe that though like and that just shows that they don't actually understand what what this is and we don't even need to go all the way down the line but you know the i can't be racist against this group because i have a friend of this group means nothing because plenty of people rationalize and say, that group over there sucks, but this guy's cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I, don't like, I don't like black folks because they do X, Y, and Z. But Tom doesn't do that, so I like him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like He's not like the rest of them. And so people, yeah, it, it, it's, it's nonsense. And, and Will, as we all know, if there's anything in this country worse than racism it's being accused of being a racist. <laughs> like, right. People lose their doggone minds if you accuse them. And you don't even have to say you're a racist. You can say that thing you did was racist and they lose their minds. And it's yeah. hilarious because, you know, that's not really the case in any other situation. You know, even these days, and, you know, even people that push back, you know, if, as a man, if you say something, you know, disparaging about women, and someone says, hey, that was a sexist statement you made. You know, I'm not just going to jump back and say, I'm not a sexist. No, no, no. No, you actually can hear the fact that they said that statement you made was sexist. But if you say that statement you made was racist, oh, Lord. Now you done call them, they grandmama, they mama, their future children, all them, you know, the children of the devil. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, they are, people are so offended. And that tells me that you don't actually really care that much about racism.
1: Because if you yeah. cared
0: that much, you wouldn't be so offended. You would check it you would you would take a look at your behavior, ask yourself if what this if, if what they're saying is true. If you disagree, ask yourself, okay, do I disagree because I have a different perspective? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you try to you try to work it out. But yeah. if you care about racism and somebody says you did something racist, your first response can't response can't be to be offended at being called racist. Because that, that shows that you care more about your individual feelings and reputation or whatever than you do about the actual issue.
1: No, yeah, and that's exactly what Rashida Tlaib did. She just said, this act is racist. And an utter breakdown happened. Of <laughs> I'm not racist. And it's, I mean, you got to go, if you haven't seen it, if you listen to us, you got to go see it. Go, CNN has a video up, I'm sure. It's on Twitter. Um, but it's, mm. the problem is like, it shows there's a clear... I mean, this is who; these are the people leading our country, and they lack basic education about how race works in America, about how this system is. Like, because what he did was like somebody who, who he literally did, pulled all the classic things, yeah. right? Saying, "I got black friends," and he talked to the Elijah Cummins like, "We got a friendship that's not based on color." Classic color blindness. He did everything, and this is the people leading our country. So I don't know how we expect. Anything to change, in terms of you know reconciliation race relations, and then yeah, I don't know. It's just it's well, fresh. You know, hey, look,
0: it's changed a little bit because in the in the sixties and seventies, you know, you accuse one of them senators of being racist. One, there probably wouldn't have been a, a minority woman in there to to uh, call them out on that. Two, they might have said, "Well, just because I don't associate with Negroes doesn't mean that I have any ill will in my heart." towards the negro population (laughs) you know what i mean like so so it's changing but again you know i say again it's not again for the first time uh you know we've never really had a situation where we've had a lot of leaders that have been versed in the racial well not saying so I I am saying that incorrectly. I was gonna say that have been versed in the racial history in this country because a lot of them have been involved in creating the racial history in the country. Right. Let me say we haven't had a group of leaders in this country that have either been um for on the side of justice, you know, when it comes to race, or informed about it. You know, like they've either been active racists or they have been, you know, it, you know, purposefully ignorant to it or purposefully indifferent uh to the sufferings of minorities and they've been complicit in those sufferings i mean because where do we think those things started from you know kind of it's top it's top down here so um yeah that's what we've always had and you know it's getting better because we're getting more people in there that have different viewpoints you know um but you know there's still plenty from the old guard and not just old guard in terms of age but just that old you know mindset when it comes to race so
1: no, and I think that's a good point that this is a historical house that has the most women, the most minorities ever. And the fact is, this would never have got called out if Rashida Tlaib wasn't actually in the house to call out this type of thing. Right. right, right. Um, but on t- on top of that, right, I think the fact that multiple Republican um, senators, right, Congress members uh, were trying to defend Trump as not racist or um, you know many other things, but it was so hurt, I don't, It was they were super hurt, man. They were in their feelings and everything. Like, and I, 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 there's so many names. Like you, you just watch it. It's like it's it's really sad to watch because it's like childish remarks back. It's really interesting. But um, how could you deny like the things he said publicly just since running for president? How could you deny that he has clearly some problems with racism right because because you know simply framing it as
0: okay well he said this thing but you know he's done x y and z and they point to things he's done or people he's hired and you know use those as proof of you know him you know not have not being racist which again is silly because again that's fundamentally misunderstanding what we mean when we say like even individual people hold ha- racist views or are uh, or if we would label them as racist um so i mean it, it's it's all silly because they're arguing they're, they're talking about something totally different you know um they're saying well if you do this then you can't be this he did that so he can't be this and we all know we know that that's not the case you know there are people that are married to people of other races that are racist <laughs> towards that race you know what i mean like that, that you know if we want to uh, pull that thing out. There are men married to women that are sexist. There are women married to men that are sexist, even though that is, you know, much less, you know, um, we wouldn't describe, you know, many women as sexist in that term, but there are women married to men that dislike men, you know, uh, and I don't mean in a sexual nature, I just mean that hate men. And, and you know, obviously it's much stronger on the other side, but just point is you can hire black folks and, and, and Hispanic folks. You can have them on your, you can have a few of them on your board. That doesn't mean that you are immune from racism, right? And yeah. unless your acts are really truly, you know, ab- far above and beyond the norm, which isn't, aren't, you know, aren't that, then, you know, you can save all that noise. From you. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> you know, he has said enough things that let us know that, his mentality and thought process when it comes to race and gender are backwards and yeah, and off. <laughs> so, and you can't deny that you, they can explain it in a way, but we all know what it is.
1: Yeah. And it, I mean, I think it just shows one that powers heck of a drug. Cause these mugs was fighting for him. Like, he was their brother. You know, like, it was serious, right?
0: Well, and, you, and you know, they, they, they might not even care about Trump. You know, they, they care about that. We care about their power. Yeah. Yeah, right.
1: they that's, care that's about their is. power. Right, so I think that's a huge factor, right? That power, which is crazy, it's just crazy how much power controls us. It's all about power. It doesn't matter about anything else, right? But then also how uh, consuming this, uh, you know, individualistic white American mindset is um, that races these you know individual relationship type like it's a very shallow view of how things work a system that was built by people who are white you know what i mean Mm -hmm. called themselves white so uh, i don't know it just it shows me there's a long way to go uh, a long long way to go especially in terms of who's leading the country uh but here's the last thing i want to i want to leave uh, from this I mean there's so much you could talk about so uh I no I don't want to talk about it all if you want a political analysis it's not necessarily what we're doing. Man, um, they
0: could turn into uh, Bill Maher or no, don't George do that. Or, or don't, we, don't
1: do that for yourself.
0: <laughs> These are people I don't agree with by the way. <laughs> right. Don't do The point is, you know you could go listen you can turn on Don Lemon or whoever you know you want to listen to um if that's what you're here for. And culture. <laughs> yeah whatever Tommy we're Lauren same- this
1: ain't a full political commentary, right? And we get most of this, like I said, most of this, right? Like you said earlier, Kyle, most of this stuff, we knew about Trump. We ain't been drinking the Kool Aid. Now we just got more evidence against it, right? Yeah. But uh, this this part, I think, is the warning. This is the warning that Cohen gave after being accused of lying multiple times. And he basically was like, Yeah, I lied about Trump for Trump. Just like, y'all, how was you guys? This is a lit. It's not a literal quote, it's a paraphrase, but he was like, I was you guys for 10 yeah. years. I know exactly who you are. I protected Trump for 10 years. I lied for him. I did everything to protect yeah. him, right? And then he gave the warning. He said, the more people that follow and protect Trump like you, I was and like you guys are doing are going to suffer the same consequences that I am, right? Yeah. Yeah. So stop following, stop protecting him, stop chasing after power, and that's, I think that was an important note that Cohen did uh, at the end.
0: Yeah. 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 That sounds good and everything. But see, the difference is Cohen was following Trump, you know, in a singular pursuit of, you know, his career and all that sort of thing. True, true. You know, he's trying to make money. These folks, we're talking about are lifelong party folks, most of them, you know, right. They're lifelong Republicans. So. We're not talking about just, oh yeah, you know, you can come clean about Trump or you can deny Trump and, and just kinda of move on with your life because, you know, you are your wife' wagging to Trump. No, they're wagging the shit to the party. And so they're riding for the party because that is the meal ticket. You know? <laughs> and so yeah. that, so th- there's a little bit of a difference there. But I mean, even still, you know, you could tell people have hitched their wagon to the man and they're not gonna they're not gonna slide off at this point. Why would they?
1: Right. Well, and even with if you're riding the party ticket, this cast taking it like this was a bad day if you're a Republican. Right. A lot of it is not looking good for you because you didn't do a good job at trying to show Cohen to be a liar in this case. Right. You, no, you, had, no, so no, ev- right. you had no evidence to do anything. So if you really are riding for a party, which I think dumb. Right. But if you're riding for a party, mm-hmm. uh, you might want to hit your rap. Wagon from Trump,
0: and you know there are some Republicans that that definitely um, did that that a while ago. You know, yeah, others like, yeah, no, I guess he's the leader now. We (laughs) for the moment we gonna we gonna uh, we gonna keep rolling with him. But yeah, I mean, this that goes back to just the whole system of politics in in our country and the party system and all that is just. I mean, I know that it's obviously not unique to, you know, the United States. It's not even a modern idea with this, you know, party system. But yeah. it's just, it seems so counter to the idea of democracy and the idea of representatives representing the people in their, you know, constituency. Like, it, it, yeah, and so it, it always frustrates me um, when these things come up. Because, you know, if you hold beliefs about how you think government should be ran or, you know, social um, services and all that, just tell us your beliefs. Like, you don't, like this, this whole toe in the party line thing means everybody. And that's why, you know, that's why so many of us don't trust politicians, because, yeah, in order to be a politician whose name we know, you know, you have to do so much compromising and toe the party line along the way that who knows what you really believe? and Who knows what you really stand for and who knows who you're really representing? You know, um and yes. that's just being that's being generous and polite by saying who knows who you're representing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all money get money and, and power and you do that, whoever's got the money to pay you to push their ideals.
0: Basically, like Lauren Hill said, first you get the money, then you get the power. Yeah. You get your eyes on you, a lot when, you know. Anyway, shout out shout out El Boogie.
1: She didn't lie off her, her one album that's still she's still touring on her one album.
0: And that's that one album still bangs too, don't it? it
1: that's facts. That's the top five album,
0: <laughs> right? That's the Top can, five album. So
1: we can put that album on in the background right now. And y'all all be bobbing your head like, yeah, yeah. Yep. Can't lie with that. That's facts. But yeah, it is what I mean. It is what it is. We, I don't know. I don't even know what to say to it. I thought. I thought when in twenty sixteen was the opportunity to break apart the two party system, but clearly it's uh, It's got powerful ties, even if you have two garbage leaders. <laughs> that's, but that's the fact. I was like, man, this is the opportunity. You got two garbage leaders in both parties. You could vote some independent, some new party in there and break part the two party system.
0: But, Bernie, Bernie, no, look, you need that. You need that independent money. You better hope uh, Jeff Bezos or or, or yeah, Steve Ballmer somebody, somebody, somebody start uh, start funding one. Deal, yep. Right, starts funding the 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 power the the party of LeBron. <laughs> That's a ride on that LeBron ticket. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> right on! It's going to be the shut up and play, the shut and play party. That's that's, that's what we ride with. The shut up and play. party. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Gonna, Magic Johnson is going to be the VP. We we gonna be in the building there. We we'll be all right. We can get some. We can definitely uh, scrounge up some votes for for those folks. <laughs> it
1: can't it can't be worse than what we got. So I ain't too. How, how
0: old you got to be the be president? Thirty five.
1: Thirty-five. That's why AOC ain't taking over yet. So, so
0: LeBron got what? Well, yeah. So LeBron will be thirty-five by the next uh, by the next election. I think he's yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, he make Bron it. For president. Brown for president. Rich Paul for for for, <laughs> for Secretary of State. You know
1: what I'm saying? Like,
0: let's go. I, Clutch, I could
1: I can I could work with it. Hey, yeah, Clutch
0: sports it. run the world, baby. Let's go.
1: Clutch. All right, what is what is? I,
0: JJ, we get JJ Reddick to be sec, col, secretary of agriculture. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you got to get diverse out here. You know, that's terrible. You got to get Luca Doncic is a uh, secretary of the interior. You know, Let, look, let's go, let's go. Um, Shut up and play ball. Shut up and play. That, that's the, that's the party we're riding with here for the 2020 election. Or, actually, when is it? 2020. Yeah, it's 2020. 2020. Yeah, yeah. yeah. look, let's go.
1: Uh, All right, well we right you heard here. it here first. Uh LeBron didn't announce it, but we announced he's running for president. Let's so, go.
0: Let's, let's go. Let's see the we'll hypocrite.
1: What yeah. I mean there is like at least 10 million Democrats trying to run right now. Well, I know. They see everybody Birdie sees the, the opportunity.
0: Birdie in the building, Kamala Harris.
1: <laughs> yeah. Harris uh, Booker. There's literally, I think there's literally close to like 15.
0: Yeah. That's Basically, you gotta, yeah, yeah, I, and none of them are really all that inspiring. I'm sorry. <laughs> I,
1: like, I like Booker, I like Booker, but yeah. it's whatever. I'm
0: not,
1: I'm not here to endorse politicians because I don't roll that way, man. Yeah, look, I ain't a
0: Democrat, so I mean, me, me neither. <laughs> it's, so. it's whatever, you know, we, we ride on that Jesus ticket,
1: you know, yeah, Jesus Let's for go. president. Somebody start right. talking
0: that real, and you know, you might get my vote, so yeah,
1: yeah, we'll see, we'll see, but hey, it's been another episode. Most definitely. It's, uh you know, the wild, wild world. We here. We forgot to give you the Twitter handles because Kellen loves mine. William R. Horn, follow me. Follow Kellen at oh boy underscore K underscore R. Yep, yep. Kingdom Dreamers at Kingdom X Dreams. Get us on the tweets. We're going to put that poll up um, so you can prove that I'm right. Pancakes are better because of versatility. Because of versatility, I will clarify in the tweet. Uh, well, I'll let, maybe I'll let Kellen tweet out so I don't have bias in waffles. it, but I'm getting a dub. Waffles. Pancake. even
0: sounds better. Waffles. Waffles, um, waffles is also a verb. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it?
1: Yeah. When How do you use wa-
0: When, you, when you, You're trying to make a decision and you're waffling between the two. But,
1: I guess to, that's true. Uh, but I can also pancake you as a verb. Only in football. You, yeah, only in football, exactly. Only in food. Only so, in foosball. So these are both verbs. That does not... Lose me the vote, all right? But y'all know what it is. Wild, wild world. We here another week, bringing you the hot takes, waffles. the <laughs> the good, good stuff. Um, yeah, y'all hear it first. You got any got any closing remarks other than waffles, Kellen?
0: I just gotta say,
1: waffles. Waffles, pancakes. What it is? Y'all know what it is. Wild, wild world. We'll Much love. Peace. Peace. This has been another episode of the Wild Wild World podcast. Make sure you support us, KingdomDreamer.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at KingdomXDreams. Show some love, subscribe, rate, review. We'll see you next time.